Welcome everyone, Be'ez HaShem. We continue with Hilchus Berchus HaMoz and Simon Kuf Pei Zayin, or rather Kuf Pei Vav, that is, Siv Beis. Simon Kuf Pei Vav, Siv Beis. Mechaber says on the top, on the page as follows, Koton Mechaib Midarbon Kidei L'Chanchoi. In regards to benching, a Koton, which means he is under 13, or Katana, she is under 12, but let's not discuss the girl right now, because we already just mentioned there's a question whether women are chayv and benching the same way men are. So let's put it aside for now, the discussion of the katana. The cotton is obligated to bench midrabanan in order to educate him to bench when he gets older. That is the basic premise of chinuch. Chinuch is educate the child when he is not bar mitzvah to do the right thing. So when he becomes bar mitzvah, he will do the right thing. Now, um, and there's another way of calling it. We'll call it like uh, preseason. Okay. Before the season starts. So he has 13 years of preseason. Clock strikes 12. Not literally. Right? <laughs> 13. Okay. <laughs> now, he's Chayvah Mitzvah. Says the Mechavah Fertivah, He debein mevarech lo'aviv, kishuloi ochal ha'av kedei sviyo shenechayv alamidrbanah. This that a son could bench for the father... And be mighty the father, it's if the father did not eat to the point of satiation. So now the father is only obligated Dirabanan rabbinically. The son is only obligated rabbinically. The Mechaber is saying the son can in that case be mighty the father in that situation. They're in the same status. They're, they're in the same status to some degree, correct. Okay. Even he only ate a Kazayas of bread, he still has to bench to educate him to do the mitzvah. that the son can fulfill the father, help him to be mighty him. But So we said that the case is that the child can be mighty the father when the father doesn't have know how to bench. What do we learn in the Gemara about such a case though? A curse should come to the person who the son is might see the father, or the wife is might see the husband. Hmm. Why? Because he didn't teach himself. He didn't learn. Now, obviously, the person that's in the process of learning, that's not what we're talking about there. Uh, sometimes people come from a weaker background, they don't know anything yet. But we said, Tavim Me'ero. Me'ero is a lesson of, uh, of a curse. <laughs> but he's still yaitz, he still fulfills his obligation. But if the father ate, so now he's obligated to the So now the son who's a cotton, who's obligated only rabbinically, cannot be mighty the father who's obligated the raisa. Okay. Now, a cotton cannot be mighty uh, his mother, Isha, because maybe the Isha is Chayev is Midaraisa. So, in the case where the father only ate Midarabanan, he's not totally satiated, so the cotton who's Chayev Midarabanan can fulfill, help the father fulfill his bench. Right. But in the case where there's a suffix, we don't know. It's, when, when there's a suffix, when I say we don't know, there's, there's a, we had questions. The Isha doesn't have any land. The Isha doesn't have a bris milah. 
not chayven teira. So maybe she's only chayven her banan, but maybe she's a vachalta or savata. Virachta goes to applies to her as well. Okay. Yes. When we see this term that cotton is chayven her banan, what what means is that the parents are obligated <coughs> to teach the child that he is obligated to bench in the Durabanan take a category. I'm looking at David right now, and you're reminding me of Rabbi He has a sefer on Chagiga that goes through a whole discussion about a mother, a little off the topic, but close enough, about mother's responsibility, based on Rashi, to educate the children. Okay, is the whole discussion. The Paisa, all, all, all the Aldam of on Chagiga talk about that Rashi, about going to Lila Regal, and in regards to, because Davis Malkin's Park, and uh, Brisbane is the Ross in Malkin's Park. So, uh, it's, uh, yeah. Okay, but we're discussing here the, the women, the child, okay, come full circle. Or maybe I just confused you. <laughs> Let's see further. Um, Siv Cotton Vav, we just saw, Zayin, Shayna Chayiv, that when the father only eats Midra Akedesviya, he's only Chayiv Midra Banan, Vingam Haben, Loyach Akedesviya. Now listen to this, gets a little lumdish here. What happens if the son did not eat Kedesviya? He didn't eat to the point where he was satiated. So you have a 12 year old boy who normally eats one bagel. He only ate half a bagel. So he's not fully satiated. The Avi Yetzloy Trey Durabonan. By him now, it's a category of two Durabonans. Mm-hmm. So now, the place is going to say, well, can he be mighty his father now, who is Chayav to bench in the one Durabonan category? So the son is, we'll call it two Durabonan. And one Durabon, two, I mean, it's like really like more, we'll call it more minus two, negative two, right? So, so the, the Mishmur says, it better be Machmer that the son should not be mice of the father. Okay? This is a whole big story of the trade Durabonan. Trey is two. Trey is two, yeah. Class, class is three. Yeah. Okay, we now continue with Sim Kufpe Zayn. Diyukim Benusach Berchas Amazon. Says Mechab, Yesh Oymen Baruch Masbiya Lor Avim. There are those that have a text which brought down in the tour, Baruch Masbir Le'evim, V'ein Le'omroi, we don't say that text, V'hamaisif Goireya. So one might say, okay, so let me add it anyway. Says the Mechaber, no, if you add, you're detracting. Don't say it. Don't say the one who satiates those who are hungry. V'im Amar B'mokam B'birchaz Hazan, B'rich Rachmano, Malko, Mori, Dahai Pito, Yotzer. If a person, instead of benching, the regular benching, he said the term in Aramaic, Abrich Rachmana Malko, bless the merciful king, Murray, the God, the high Peter of this bread, says the Mechaber, Yatza. The first thing says he has to fulfill his obligation of benching. Says the the Mishra here, yes, Siv Cotton Aleph is actually, yeah. No, Yatza, Yatza, he's, he's good. He has fulfilled, yeah, he gets the check, okay. Now, uh, before we go further in the Mechaber, let's take a look at the Mishrahi and Sivkat Aleph. Yesh Oimrim, Baruch Masbil or Avim. Yesh Oimrim, some say to say Baruch Masbil, Hashem satiates those who are hungry, but we say don't say that. This was like an introduction to the benching. Okay, but we say don't say that because it's like you're taking away. 
you're subtracting the Ain Lohisif Al Madbeyashitovchum. Why? Don't add to the text that Chachamim already gave. Once the Chachamim finalized the text, don't add to it. Don't say that Hashem always has chesed imanu with us. Because his chasadov, his acts of kindness are with all chai, all life. Now listen to this. These are, these are common mistakes. Many times people say with a segel. Segel is the, is the two dots and the, and the one in the bottom. Okay, that's the three dots total. So when one sometimes people dive in the bench, they say she ato zon. It's it's a commas sho ato. You see the difference? It's quicker on the tongue to say she. Sho is more. You have to work hard on that. I'm not a speech therapist, but just try it out. You see, right? So that's why he's telling us, the Mishra is telling us, let's say that correctly. So you, you find it sometimes. It's anachnu, we, as opposed to anu. Now you say, isn't anu also we? It is. But anu also has the connotation of aninus. Aninus is the mourner, right? We don't want to mention that connotation. Now, it's interesting because in regards to Baruch Sha'amar in Simon Nun Aleph, which we learned last year, So, here he's saying to say by by Baruch Sha'amar, he says Different, different nuschayos over there. Re'enu b'shva tachas areish v'lo b'choylam ki hu loshen b'koshes loshen of requesting b'koshes. Many times that tzarich loymar zu neinu v'malapum zu because zu neinu is a loshen of b'koshes just like re'enu. It's not zoy neinu. Zoy neinu is a statement that Hashem is zon. He stay. He's he sustains us. It's not zoyneinu, it's zuneinu. You got that? Okay. You hear the, you hear the difference? Zuneinu is a bakashi request. Malcolm, the Olma, the Melech of the world. Okay. Yatsa, Yidei Baracha Rishonashi Berchazazan. The person would say those words in Berich Rachman Malka Mal the Almo, the High Pita. He has benched the first benching of bracha of benching. Even though he shortened the text a lot from what was really given in Lashon Hakodesh. Since he mentioned shame, that Hashem is Barach Rachmana. Because referring to, where's the name we have Hashem over here? Rachmana is referring to Hashem. Malchus v'inin habracha. So you have to mention Hashem, and Hashem is the Melech, the Malchus. And every bracha has to have Malchus and Hashem. And you did that over here. According to the first opinion, Gamkein Mahani. 
even though you didn't conclude with a shame Hashem, it still also helps. Even though the Mishnah Brachos tells us, in the place where they said, to conclude, Baruch Ato Hashem, you cannot conclude a bracha without Baruch Ato Hashem. Mm-hmm. If you did do that, ex post facto, you're still Yoytzer. You're still okay. The second opinion, which over there discusses, that if you did not conclude the bracha, Baruch Ato Hashem, then it be even B'Dievet is not good. And you like you did not make the bracha. That you have to conclude with Hashem's name. In other words, the bracha of the text was Baruch Atu Hashem at the end of the bracha. You also have to make sure you say Baruch Atu Hashem at the end of the bracha. It's only B'Dievet. But, in other words, this all B'Dievet. Lechatchila, we have to be careful not to change any of the text, any of the text that Chazal gave us. That we should be educating the children to make the bracha every correctly, proper according to the text we have. And then, as they get older, you add another paragraph. You add more to the bracha, to the text that they say. It says, Now, according to the Rosh, in the bracha of Ha'aretz, okay, the second paragraph, you don't have to say, Bris because you said already in the previous paragraph. And he says you only have to say it one time. However, the Ram disagrees with the Ramaz says the words of the Rosh is the correct approach. Let's elaborate here. He said in their text, that you gave to our fathers the desirable land, Toiva, which is good, Urachava and wide, Bris, Brismila, Vitoira. While Zekos of Arash Dolayoima, the Rosh says, don't say this. Shari Yoimar Achakach, you can say afterwards, Barisho, on the Bris as well. So why are you saying Bris twice? Madam Vigamarat Sarah, she asked him, Bob Bris Vitoira. This is that the Gemara says, that when you bench, you have to mention Bris and Toiro. Hainu. The Indian shall brist with Torah. That means you have to mention something referring to the bris and Torah. But the words itself don't have to don't have to be recited. Now, this is a very important point that that when it comes to the bracha, Moshe Rabbeinu established to say the first bracha. Not, but not every single word that we're saying is was words that he said that we should be saying. That the Chachamim gave us those, that actual text. And that's what we're saying over here, that's what we're saying, that, that's what we're saying over here, that once, once the Chachamim gave the text, we should not deviate from the text that they gave us. So, the discussion is, well, what is that text? So, the Rosh is saying, well, you mentioned already, Bris, 
So why why did it say bris twice? It's not necessary. You don't have to say it. We're ready. You have covered cover that topic. Okay. Um, Yitzhak Shem will continue with Simon Kupe Zayin uh, next time with um, continue with Kupe Ches. The bracha, the of the third paragraph.